0: It's wonderful how, how the American people display their sportsmanship. Thank you for tuning in to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I am... Sitting here recording in the off offseason, uh, just sharing some of my thoughts. And uh, as far as the transfer portal goes, I wanted to start this podcast off by just uh, talking about the guys we have on our roster right now. I feel like uh, a lot of this transfer talk could have them feeling, I mean, just overlooked at this moment. Maybe making them wanting to test the market, and uh, I really don't want that. So I, I'm just going to go down the list of guys I'm appreciative of right now. Xavier Johnson, God bless you. You're going to get this medical waiver and you're going to lead the Hoosiers to to such great heights next year. I'm so happy that you decided to come here, that you signed on to this program, that you decided to lead now that this team desperately needs leadership. I thought I was going to get to see it in full force this whole season, but I'm I'm very grateful that we get to see it next season. Fingers crossed everything with that medical waiver is going through. I want to say Malik, thank you so much. Thank you so much for following Jalen here for signing up to uh no, I wouldn't say following Jalen here. You guys came right through the door together. And uh I'm appreciative that you're staying longer, that we get to see your talents in Bloomington longer than we got to see Jalen's. It's it's really great to know that this front court will still his footwork is a generational I mean, I you can't convince me otherwise. This this kid's footwork is instinctual, it's unteachable, and if he can just get the body, if he can get the attitude, we saw Trace get it. If we, if he can get some sense of that, this kid's going to be dangerous. And I'm so grateful that he's an Indiana Hoosier. Don't test the market. I love you. Caleb Banks. God, that kid. That kid has some heart, doesn't he? That kid has some heart. He's one I'm proud is uh, wearing those candy stripes. He, he, this young core, this young core is, is being overlooked right now because the transfer portal is fun to talk about. It's fun to daydream about who we might get. It's fun to wake up with all these expectations. Today's the day. Today's the day. Only to be let down time and time again. Um, But, yeah, Caleb, love you, man. Uh, the the young core that this indiana team has heading into next season i'm excited to see the strides that each of these guys can take as far as development goes as far as uh i mean just nutrition nutrition alone in a big time program can make a big time difference in the course of a year so uh here's hoping these boys yeah i, I mean caleb's going to be part of all of it he's going to be integ- integral to this hoosier squad moving forward cj gunn cj gunn comes onto the floor plays with so much energy. You love it. He he his shooting is so natural. His shot. I I love seeing him get get looks. I love seeing him get looks. I love seeing him get minutes. I'm excited to see his minutes grow. I'm excited to see what he can do at his time here in Indiana. And I'm excited to know that he's an Indiana Hoosier next season. Again, just a guy that y- might come out a whole different monster next year and that would be something to see. Because what we already saw was really great. Really great from a freshman who it has the has the frame to build on and can I, I have faith can become a very, very crucial player in the Big Ten. Trey Galloway. Trey Galloway should have won Sixth Man of the Year, Big Ten, no doubt. If Indiana had a healthy roster, that would have been the case. The energy he was bringing. I mean, he it, the def, he's a defensive nightmare. If he isn't really playing the most on like tightest on ball defense, but just the way he is, his nature is just all consuming paranoia, for a backcourt. And so grateful that the Hoosiers have him. I'm sure. I'm sure we're taking care of our own now. That uh, Trace, that uh, Trey got out there, got some minutes. We know we're gonna want to keep him. So uh, let's take care of him, you guys. I'm. I'm just trying to share these words because everyone's out here fawning over these guys who are just getting money n- numbers thrown in their faces, getting the whole lux package. But we got these guys signed up because they're here. They're committed already. They don't need the song and dance. We got them, and I'm grateful that we do. So after that. Let's talk some transfers. Time for transfers. Now we all know that Hunter Dickinson had entered the transfer transfer portal. And I was just thinking on that a little, it just really, it really had me thinking the day of these campus legends are few and far between like, uh, traces, uh, the end of an era, honestly, because these guys are going to follow the money and there's always going to be somebody willing to offer more. And uh, it, it, it's it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out because these guys could have just sat back and lived as a campus personality for the rest of their lives comfortably, just cushy, following whatever overseas career he has. He could have moved back to Ann Arbor, you know, shook hands, kissed babies, and had a great life. Unfortunately, he cannot do that now. And wherever he's going, he's gonna be sought at like he's gonna be viewed as a, an absolute mercenary. Because what is Hunter Dickinson at this point other than an absolute mercenary? So I mean, yeah, we'll see how the interesting how the business decision works now. Because in the long run, you can't tell me that like to living off the glory days at Michigan, there's worse lives to have. So I mean, yeah, make your money, get the money while you can. I guess Indiana got all hot and bothered about Caleb Love last year, last week. And uh, looks like he's heading to Michigan, taking all the money that Hunter just gave up, I guess. I thought there was a real chance that Indiana was going to get him because Indiana was going to be looking to throw a bag at any shooter that we possibly could. But hopefully this is just a sign that Indiana is doing a little vetting, that we have a game plan of how we're going to be operating next season, that uh, we actually do need an offensive game plan. It can't just be uh, let the stars cook because that yielded us ultimately zero. Uh, We need a banner. We need hardware. And uh, only a game plan is going to get us there game plan in some backcourt uh ballers. So for better or worse, Caleb Love not an Indiana Hoosier. He is actually gonna be playing against us quite frequently, and I hope to take it to him. I hope that uh I mean, what can be said about Michigan right now? It's everyone's leaving and Caleb Love just signed on to honestly one of the bigger question marks in the Big Ten. You could say we have it, but we have Malik Renew. <laughs> we we have we have young guys to build upon all their young guys are either going to the NBA or they're just leaving town. And they're old guys. Uh, name being kicked around uh, in regards to Indiana right now is Jalen DeLoach. Averaged 9.7 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 1 assist uh, on 56.2 from the field. It, it looks like this guy, it, he he's really getting courted by these uh, top six he's narrowed it down to. It was Florida State, San Diego State, VCU, Miami, Indiana, and Penn State. He's he's one of the top big men in the portal, and hey, I'll take I'll take any of the top big men in the portal. Puts up points, and uh, I'll take I'll take points all day. Uh, while, while there are options out there, and while Kalel Ware seems to be uh, one of the more preferred ones, don't 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 risk it all. But hey, he'd be a nice get. Yeah, you guys, I'm not saying a lot on this show. This is the off season. It's all speculation right now. If uh, last Friday, if you guys are on IU Twitter at all, was a sign of anything, um, it's that. I mean, don't trust any of this. Don't trust anything until you see that kid's Twitter account. Uh, post the sickest edit you've ever seen of him. Speaking of which, kal where? Looks like we may have got him. I'm, I'm just spitting that, but... It, so, he canceled his trip to Alabama following his trip to Indiana. It... I will say... I will say this because this guy has a blue check mark, so... He stands by it. Um... Yeah, so we had uh, I think twenty yeah twenty four seven sports was reporting him as the uh, transfer portal crystal ball one hundred percent to Indiana. That would be certainly nice. We had Alec Lastly of the Hoosier Illustrated uh, report that Kalel Ware is to announce his decision on Tuesday to Indiana. Oh well, I mean he canceled his trip to Alabama, so I hope. Yeah, so I read that wrong. <laughs> he. uh will be announcing his commitment Tuesday. Now, I hope that canceled trip to Alabama certainly means that that just is a commitment to Indiana, but we shall see. I'm not going to hold out any hope uh, because I don't trust any of this right now. Friday left me hurt. (laughs) I thought we were getting big news Friday. Everybody was playing so coy when, in fact, nobody knew anything or somebody just started something to hurt me personally, which awesome, guys. Great joke. I would really appreciate some news on the transfer front here shortly. Just something. Just, uh, just to say that, hey, it's all going according to plan. Because there is a plan. Carrier Creasa announced his commitment to West Virginia, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, honestly, I'm just glad that we weren't even looking up, we weren't barking up that tree at all. And yeah, if I didn't mention it, Brandon Newman is transferring out of Purdue. Yeah, no real thoughts on that. I thought he was pretty good for what he did. Uh, I think he came off the bench, provided them some pretty good minutes. Uh, but their entire backcourt situation is a dumpster fire, so they need to figure that out. Since our last time of recording, we had Logan Duncombe enter the transfer portal. Well, I mean, he did last time, but uh, he found a home in his home at Xavier. Uh, Good for him. I'm happy to see him. Just I hope that adds a level of comfort to his game, and uh, I hope he finds success there. Nothing but best for Logan Duncombe. Just a little bit of Hoosier news, a uh, little bit of other, other Hoosier news. Before we just talk about the uh, actual national, let's talk about the national championship a bit. And before we get to the uh, topic of the episode, just uh, where Jalen ranks amongst the one and duns of Indiana history, UConn won the national championship. Surprise, surprise. I mean, you saw the final four and you saw the talent on each of the squads and you thought UConn should have won it. They ended up winning it. Now, the seeding was interesting because UConn could have very well, they had one seed talent, it seemed, but uh, ultimately they had the same seed as Indiana. Which I mean, just hurt. It hurts, but it makes me hopeful. It hopefully hurts, it makes you think that the Hoosiers aren't as far as uh it nah, this season could have felt. Makes you think a few moves, and we're right there. We are losing a lot, but uh, here's to uh, gaining a lot. And uh, whatever that game told you, I mean, as much as you want to say defense wins championships, that San Diego State was the ultimate just defense and just muck it up team. Offense won out. Offense is the new. It's the way of the. It's the way of the game now. While defense may have won championships, that may no longer be the case. And with this being UConn's fifth title since 1989, they are an absolute blue blood. Blue blood. Whoa, sorry, N- no way around it. They're they're right up there now. And under three coaches, Jesus, that's I mean that's a that's a dominant reign. Honestly, yeah, it wasn't that fun of a game to watch. It wasn't that entertaining. UConn just had superior talent, and they put it on display. On to uh, other Hoosier news. Per Dickie V, Bobby got out of the hospital and was in good spirits, according to his wife Karen, recovering from pneumonia. Um, Good to see uh, Bobby just uh, keep persevering, keep uh, trucking along. Oh, yeah, I didn't even bring up Chris Ledlum, so hey, yeah, here's hoping that all of our courting of Chris Ledlum's going well because he's one of those names that it sounds like the Hoosiers might be zeroing in on and might be close to signing, but again, I'm not going to... Get too hopeful one way or the other because I've been hurt before. The Hoosiers will be playing in the Empire Classic, which is going to be pretty awesome, you guys. UConn, Texas, and Louisville, let's go. That's a, that's a great non-conference tournament. Just an awesome opportunity for the Hoosiers to uh, continue to play in these big markets, show off uh, the type of environments that you get to play at when you come to Indiana. And here's hoping we take full advantage and put on a good show. Credit to Mike Woodson to uh uh for getting these games, getting these games for us or the A D, whoever's doing it. I'm sure they won Indiana Eyes, but it's it's yes, we need to keep doing this. This is how we uh we win a few of these and we can pretty much sit pretty. I mean, honestly, that seems what it, it seems like if you get a few of these great non conference wins and they can just keep you so safe through the season. Honestly, that Xavier win just did that for us, didn't it? I feel like we were never on the chopping block. We were never coming down like, because, Hey, we beat Xavier. That was an impressive win, right? Maybe it wasn't at the time, but that Xavier team became something. Yeah. All that to say, glad we're glad we're making these games. Glad we are scheduling these opponents. Glad to see the national champion on that. Last bit of Hoosier news. We, uh, a lot of us were wanting to go after Jameson Battle, me included, and he uh, committed to Ohio State. So, yep, unfortunately, that didn't work out for us. On to the next one. Here's hoping that uh, that Kalel Ware and Chris Ledlam Ledlum commits, uh, are coming down the pike here shortly. But like I said before, we will be discussing. Uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about where Jalen hood Shafino where he kind of uh, just kind of compare him to the rest of the one-and-dones that uh, came through Assembly Hall, see where he stacks up. And, uh, yeah, I just think it'd be a fun little topic to discuss to myself <laughs> while uh, we're in this off season, just biding time until we get a tip again. Yeah, I'll have that right after this word from our sponsor. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Hallmark Cards. Do you really, really appreciate your players? Do you really, really appreciate the guys who have already committed to your squad and who aren't going to leave because they love the cream and crimson so much? They love wearing the candy stripes and they just are about this program Not leaving, because they are committed here. Hallmark cards. Hallmark isn't really a sponsor, I just thought, yeah. Go give these players their due. Go give them their due. It seems like we have to continuously just recruit these guys. So hey, let's let's help out Mike where we can. All right, for this week's uh, little... Piece. I'm just going to be talking about uh, kind of where does Jalen fit in in the narrative of uh, Indiana one and duns. So when you look at the one and done, I mean, they're usually the best talent in the recruiting pool, but it just seems like with this transfer portal, those are going to matter less and less. While it is nice to get these top talented guys right now, it seems like money could be spent elsewhere in more developed guys already ready to go, ready to be a core of your team and not just a awesome piece that with a very high ceiling and if the one and done I mean it, it, as far as Indiana's have gone it definitely isn't the case of like this guy uh, we can have a one and done take us to the promised land that, that, that just can't be the case I mean it happened for Syracuse with Carmelo Anthony sure it happened with Anthony I guess that whole Kentucky team was like one and done but it is a matter of if a one and done is going to help us win a title, it is going to be them just that. It's it's them helping us win a title. We we already need the pieces here necessary to be a competitive squad, and it can't be all relied on a freshman. Just can't. That's just my little rant on one and duns prior to heading into this. So uh, let's just start with uh, Eric Gordon. Just uh, in this, I'm just going to be talking about just the one and duns Indiana has had. Uh, Jalen becoming the fourth. See kind of where their story kind of parallels Jalen's a little just with the recruiting, but uh, see how they left the program, what their impact on the program was. So starting with Eric Gordon. (laughs) Funny, yeah, I mean, impacts on the program. This guy has had many. In his senior year, Gordon averaged 29.6.2 rebounds and 3.3 assists while going 57% from the field. He was named Indiana's Mr. Basketball in 2007 and wasn't a McDonald's All-American. He was ranked on Rivals.com as the number two high school prospect in the class of 2007 behind Michael Beasley only. It was a big get. It was a big get for Indiana keeping this guy. And just going through his time here a little, he was able to average 20.9 points per game, which is absolutely ludicrous. 3.3 rebounds and 2.4 assists. He, he really started the season on fire. I mean, just showing his scoring in full force, in full force. But it was it, down the line when the Big Ten play began, when it really got into it. He started hitting shooting slumps, and it just uh, kind of followed through to the end of the season. After Indiana's February 7th win against Illinois, Eric Gordon entered an absolutely just catastrophic shooting slump, where he ended, only, uh, ended up making 18.6% of the three points he took from that point on. Thirteen of seventy, and it was again just when it when it is one guy cooking. If that guy's not on, it ain't gonna work. Luckily, DJ White was here and he was cleaning up boards and kind of taking care of the front court. Following a season that started off hot and started cooling off, uh, the Hoosiers were bounced in the first round to Arkansas. I believe it was an eight and nine game. Yeah, I mean not much to say. First round exit. I, I ain't about it. I ain't about it, especially considering after Eric Gordon was taken with the seventh pick in the 2008 draft it was our administration's handling of his recruitment that led to indiana just plummeting off a cliff as far as uh, program standards go i mean i it's it's what we are just finally hopefully recovering from right now <laughs> some of the green times were fun but i want a consistent competitor again and we haven't had that since eric gordon ended up being the big 10 freshman of the year first team all big 10 and a third team all american incredible accolades to go to an absolutely incredible player he was a statistical marvel like he really he had talents that were to behold but uh unfortunately it didn't the end result was a first round exit okay eric has since come back he's he's built his pizzeria he's he's uh he's uh, he's coming back to the program he's visiting he's uh putting his time in and i'm glad to see his face around So while he was the first one and done, I have to hope he's not going to be the greatest, right? Following his draft in the 2008 draft, Noah Vonley would become the next Hoosier, one and done, when he was the ninth overall pick in the 2014 NBA draft. As a senior in high school, Noah Vonley averaged 17 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists a game. He was able to garner McDonald's All-American honors and became the number 13 pick on ESPN, or the number 13 recruit, sorry. After his season at Indiana, where he put up 11.3 points per game, nine rebounds per game, and 1.4 blocks per game, the Indiana Hoosiers finished 17 and 15, uh, 7 and 11 in Big Ten play. This was the Will Sheehy season, if you guys remember that one. And uh, how did that season end? Well, the Indiana Hoosiers were on the bubble, they lost to Illinois in the Big Ten tournament. And then after not even being invited to the NIT, they rejected a CBI bid and called it a season. So Noah Vonley, again, I, I love seeing these Hoosiers going to get paid, but a one and done that was just part of a squad that ultimately was fruitless. Third, and again, I apologize. This is just the most scattershot, just basic overview of the one and duns Indiana has had. Uh, after these third and final one, prior to Jalen, I'm just going to be talking about where I think he he kind of fits in and where he ranks amongst these guys. Because while these guys are talent, they were impressive talents. The teams ultimately haven't had impressive results. And the third the third one and done that is Romeo Langford. Romeo Langford finished his high school career fourth on the Indiana State scoring list with 3,002 points in high school. It was in tw- it was in 2018 that Romeo Langford was crowned Indiana Mr. Basketball, and it was that year that he became the number 6 recruit on ESPN. He was also named Indiana Gatorade Player of the Year, and following the season in which he went 16.5 points per game, 2.3 assists per game, 5.4 rebounds per game. I mean, I think Romeo was incredible in his time here. If you watched it, it was pretty much the Romeo Show, and, oh, man, throwback, that's a great one. The Romeo Show. While he was dealing with that torn hand, he was still able to put up points, get 16.5 points per game. It was a season riddled by injury just everywhere, everywhere. And if the Hoosiers were going to make the tournament that year, it was going to be on the back of Romeo Langford. Again, a season on the bubble. And it was a season that Indiana couldn't get in again. They were included on the last four out that year. And we had lost to Wichita State in the final, uh, in the quarterfinals of the NIT. That ended that season with a record of 19 16, and eight and twelve in Big Ten play. In his time here, he was named to the Big Ten Freshman All huh. Big Ten All Freshman Team. He was second team All Big Ten, and the following season he would go to the Boston Celtics with the 14th pick in the NBA draft. Again, a season just an underwhelming season with an overwhelmingly great player. Now, overwhelmingly raw at times because yes, they're freshmen. And it is interesting to consider maybe some of these guys did need some time here. Maybe it would have done them good. Uh, You can say that, or you can say, hey, if you're a lottery pick, get that bag. End of story. Your life has changed. And I, I can't argue with that either. But honestly, guys, when when everything's considered at the end of all this, I honestly think Jalen hood chivino is the most impressive one-and-done Hoosier the Indiana program has ever had. Before his junior season, Jalen hood chivino transferred to uh, Montverde and was able to run point for uh, back-to-back national championships. It was in that time that he was named uh, to the Jordan Brand Classic and became the 26th recruit in the uh, country. It, it was big news when he recruited when he committed to Indiana, and rightfully so. The kid showed up onto campus, and he just was a star. Look at, the, look at all the talent he had. Yes, at times it was hot and cold, but that's what you got with a freshman. He's getting drafted into the NBA on just the sheer ceiling of his potential, and uh, that potential's high. That potential is very high. So while he wouldn't have lit up the scoreboard like uh, maybe Eric Gordon or Romeo Langford, he uh, did have 13.5 point points a game this year with 3.7 assists, 4.1 rebounds. And while, while yes, Romeo shouldered a lot, I would say, yes, Romeo definitely shouldered a lot. Eric Gordon shouldered a lot. Jalen hood Chavino has shouldered so much for the Indiana Hoosiers this season that uh, he was absolutely no way around the fact that Any success we had was because he was able to dribble the ball long enough for us to have it. Uh, Without him, we aren't getting the ball to Trace Jackson Davis. He was absolutely vital to this team. When Xavier Johnson went down, Jalen Huchifino had to step up like uh, not many one and duns are asked to step up. Again, I want to see these one and duns become pieces of just plug them in, and maybe even a six-man one-and-done would be pretty sweet. Uh, But I don't know if you get that guy if you're pitching him off the bench spot. But, ah, Sorry. Rambling, it's getting late. Sorry. Jalen ended the season as the big Ten freshman of the year. He was a big Ten all- freshman team, of course. Second team, all big Ten. Big Ten freshman of the year was surprising. I thought Bryce Sensiball might have gotten it. He uh, absolutely carried that Ohio State team. but Jalen absolutely carried an Indiana team. I mean, Trace carried us. but he ran he ran he held court for us. he had to. Without Xavier, he had to, and he did it competently. He did it to where Indiana was competing. Indiana was competing at a higher rate than we had been accustomed to prior. Uh, we keep inching towards the final goal. Now with the transfer portal open, I'm hoping that we can uh, leap towards that final goal. And uh, everything's coming up Hoosiers. Uh, this, uh, sorry, I'm talking about one and duns. Yeah, you guys. I mean, Jalen, when you look at the rest of the Indiana Hoosier one and duns, statistically, some of the guys might have them. But the way Indiana seasons, the way Indiana season ended, everything he was asked to do, um, not when he wasn't initially, he wasn't initially. He stepped into the role and he lived up to the role. Um, it would have been incredible to see what he could have been, what he could have become here in Indiana. But the potential's there. He can go get, he can go get a bag for his kids, his grandkids, and his grandkids' grandkids. This might be just recency bias, but I think he's, I think he's the greatest one and done Indiana's ever had. You guys might just destroy me for that, but whatever. I, I would love to hear the arguments otherwise. I, I think I could kind of have a counterpoint for everything. But, yeah, despite the hot and cold, I just loved everything Jalen was bringing this season. Played with heart. Played with, I mean, yeah, there were times where he, there were just letdowns and maybe defensive tenacity, defensive emotion. But uh, that'll come with it. Hopefully uh, that'll that'll grow into his character and uh, he finds nothing but success at the next level because success looking good on him looks good on Indiana. With that out of the way, here's your Hoosier History Hit. This is your Hoosier History Hit. I'm keeping the Hoosier History Hit short tonight. I just wanted to... uh, Point out a little alumni of ours. Uh, pretty big name out there, for those that know. It all starts with uh, Henry Sherman Adams, a farmer and limestone cutter. Uh, actually helped and, helped to cut and lay the stone for what is now Franklin Hall and Brian Hall. That uh, that humble uh, stone cutter would go on to have a grandson named Jonathan Banks. And that gra- grandson would go on to play Mike Germantrout in uh, the Breaking Bad series. Better Call Saul, all that. Jonathan Banks attended Indiana University, uh, just had a love for the campus and uh, passed it on to his family as both of his children are alumni there now. And yeah, so your Hoosier history at this week, I'm just pointing out a cool alumni. I think it's awesome that Mike Kerman Trout went to our, <laughs> went to my school. So with that in the books, thank you so much for listening to this often taunted uh just wanted to catch up gonna be doing this once a week during the offseason i appreciate the listen so much uh if you do enjoy the show please feel free to give me a like a subscribe the five stars whatever it is it does help me out gives me a little ego boost honestly and uh, i do appreciate it if you want to reach out to the show feel free to at oftendaunted at gmail.com or follow me on twitter at oftendaunted. thank you so much for listening lux at veritas take it easy who's your fans